Hi, this is Sarit Schwetzer, and welcome to the It Is Taught podcast, a podcast devoted to the teachings of Rabbi Schneir Zalman of Liadi, as recorded in his most famous work, the Tanya. My hope for this show is to make these teachings accessible and relatable to the average person, regardless of prior Jewish education or affiliation. The episodes follow the prescribed daily study portions and are meant to serve as practical lessons in how to live your life as your true self and develop an authentic and powerful relationship with your Creator. I have personally experienced the effects the study of this work has had on me, and I'm excited to share what I can of this knowledge with you. So please join me on this journey of learning, self-growth, and connection with your source. Hi, and welcome to the It Is Top podcast. This is episode 115 for the 14th of Adar Base and Alipir. So it's Purim. Happy Purim, everybody. And I maybe it's a, it's my own association, but I think that today's Tanya is actually pretty apropos to Purim because a lot of the mitzvahs involving Purim really have to do with physicality. So we, we eat a meal, we give gifts of food to people, we give gifts of money to people, we drink. It's a lot of very physical stuff. And as we know, we've been learning a lot in the Tanya lately about the importance of physicality and the tremendous power and necessity of physicality in terms of bringing about God's ultimate plan, which is for him to be manifest here in this world. So today, the subject of this and the focus that we're going to have in this way is on taking a very famous saying, which I'm sure you've all heard, namely, you are what you eat, and flipping it on its head. Yes, our own little nahafahu, where we're going to instead say, you eat what you are. So what do we mean by this? What do we mean you eat what you are? So you are what you eat is a very simple way of understanding, like, what does that really mean on a simple level is, well, out in the world, people talk about the idea that if you eat healthy food, that will make you healthy. There's even this idea that even according to Judaism, there's this idea that one of the reasons why one of the explanations for the eating of kosher animals, not the only reason why, but one of the reasons is that the animals that we're generally allowed to eat that are kosher tend to be a little bit more subdued, more domestic. They're not wild in the way some of the other animals are. And that is, and the, and the thinking behind that is that eating wild animals can create a wild person. So that is all in line with this idea of you are what you eat. As on a simple level, also, there's the idea that we only eat kosher food because by eating kosher food, we prevent impurity from coming into our bodies and that kind of thing. But today, we're really going to focus on the flip side of that and on how, assuming that we're all eating kosher food, hopefully we are all eating kosher food. So we're going to be talking about how we can retroactively elevate the food that we ate and the nourishment that we got from that food and namely how that food really transforms inside of our body into the vitality of our body, which is really illustrated through the blood that flows through our body and how through the actions that we take post facto after eating and consuming this food can actually retroactively elevate this vitality and elevate this life force within our body. And so to explain this a little bit before we get into the text is a way that we can basically understand this is going back to this whole discussion we've been having about the klipos and about the animal soul and about the body and all of these things that are really necessary in order for us to engage with physical reality. So in order for us to 
elevate the klipos, the klipos noga in this world, we need the animal soul, we need the physical body, because those are the things that really engage with these things. And when we engage the physical body and the and the animal soul in utilizing physicality, specifically those permissible aspects of physicality, which are encompassed in Klipas Noga, when we use these things for the purpose of God, all three of these aspects become elevated and part of God himself in godliness. So let's get straight into the text and see how the altar of it explains it. And maybe we can sum it up at the end. So this is, again, a continuation uh, from last time. So make sure to catch up in the last couple of episodes where we begin uh, where we were, we've been learning chapter 37. So the altar Abba says here that in addition to what we've learned so far about this idea that the power and the energy of the animal soul that is contained within the letters of Torah or the letters of prayer and that kind of thing, or any other mitzvah that we do, that, th- that this vitality of the animal soul gets elevated as we discussed last time, then not only this, but we have to recognize the facts that the whole energy of the animal soul and all of its growth comes from the blood. And where does the blood come from? The blood comes from Klipas Noga. It comes actually from Klipas Noga. And what does that mean that it comes from Klipas Noga from the blood comes from Klipas Noga? It comes, where do, where do we get blood from? What, why does our blood flow through our body? It comes, it's filled with different kinds of nourishment that come through the different foods and drinks that we ate and we drank. And this food and drink, obviously there's a lot of biology involved here that I'm not going to get into, but the food and drink, the food that we eat and the drink that we drink become ultimately the blood that flows through our bodies. And this blood that flows through our body is under the dominion of this klipas noga that we've been talking about, under the dominion of these husks, these translucent husks. And this is where it receives its vitality from. And so now when a person uses their physical body, they're animating their animating force inside of them to do holy things, like to perform God's will, then this transforms this klipa, which is the source of this blood, from evil to good. And it becomes absorbed in holiness through, how does it become absorbed in holiness? Through the power of the animal soul that comes out of it, which becomes vested within these different letters. For example, like if a person's learning Torah or if a person's praying or things like that or uh if not the letters it could be like let's say if they're just involved in the action of doing a mitzvah because again we described how these mitzvahs these different things these commandments that come from god are really the innermost aspect of god of the will of god without any concealment at all and thus not only do these klipas become transformed into good but so to do their vitality become absorbed in holiness in the, in the light of the infinite God, which is the will of God. And through this life force, then not only that, but also the power of the animal soul also gets elevated. And through this, so too do all of the, like the entirety of the Klipas Noga, like, which really ultimately is the entirety of all of the vitality of this physical world, this material physical world. So this is a really intense thing. So what we're basically saying here is that when we perform a mitzvah, it's no simple manner. Like we've already talked about how when we perform a mitzvah, this elevates our animal soul. 
and what we've learned today is that not only does just the vitality of the animal soul get elevated when a person performs these meds, but it actually gets a lot more physical than that. Because when we talk about the animal soul, it's like this life force that goes through the body, but it's still kind of like this kind of spiritual, not super tangible kind of thing but the way by which the animal soul manifests itself within the body is through the blood which is very much physical and it's very very corporeal and so this blood originates in klipas noga and what so when a person performs a mitzvah what they're doing is they are taking this origin of their blood their this physical life force that flows through their body, namely the klipas noka, and they're elevating that as well, as well as the life force that's behind all of that. So, and and through doing that, it actually creates not just like this, this individual effect, but it actually affects the grander, like the collective klipas of the world. So really this, what this really translates into is the collective life force of the entire world so again it's a really profound message so really just really to sum it up in kind of like a sentence is that anytime you do a mitzvah whether it is just as simple as learning torah praying or doing a physical more physical kind of mitzvah putting on tefillin giving staka any of these kind of things what you're actually doing is through using your body in this way you are elevating the the entirety not only within yourself of your own vital force within yourself both on a spiritual and on a physical level but the vitality of the entire world is getting elevated through your actions because everything is interconnected in this way so it's pretty profound effect and so this is how to bring it back to what we talked about in the beginning this is how you can actually elevate the food that you eat so when you eat that food, assuming that it's kosher food, then that food turns into your blood and that blood is the life that flows through your body, which that blood originates in klipas noga. And so when you use your body and your energy to perform God's mitzvahs, this vitality that you got through the food, which became manifest through your blood, gets elevated and absorbed in godliness. So pretty cool stuff. And we will continue along these lines tomorrow. I'll speak to you then. Thanks for listening to the It Is Top podcast, hosted by Sarit Switzer. This podcast is dedicated in loving memory of my maternal grandfather, Avraham Yitzhak ben Binyamin Cohen of Blessed Memory. Music by Shoshana. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the show, please share it with others and subscribe on YouTube, Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure to leave us a five-star review. To find out more about the It Is Top project, including more information on my soon-to-be-published book, please visit our website, itistaught.com. To catch the latest from me, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Looking forward to speaking with you tomorrow, and until then, have a great day.